mean almost equal number of men and women are going to colleges but only half of those women are coming to the workplace the other half where are we losing them Thanks for tapping on this episode. This is your host Kushi Khare and you are listening to The Women's Stories, the only Indian podcast where I bring extraordinary stories of unconventional business women. This might be one of those conversations for you that will touch your heart deeply because this conversation literally opened my mind. Today we have Dr. Ranjani Ramani Manian. She is the founder and CEO of Champion Women. Champion Women is a non-profit organization that helps women to regain their confidence level and helps them to re-enter the workforce with great enthusiasm. They do so by conducting workshops and programs for women. Dr. Ranjani has been working for more than 40 years and is a multilingual person. She can speak languages varying from French to Tamil. She is known for helping companies like Ford and BMW to enter the Indian market. This podcast aims at understanding the importance of culture to take a business on the global level. Let's dive into the conversation to meet Dr. Ranjani. So first and foremost, welcome to the Women's Stories podcast, Ms. Ranjani. It's, it's an honor to have an incredible personality like you. Thank you. I'll do my best. I love to speak. share women's stories and you're doing a lovely job Kushi. Thank you. Thank you so much. So uh, I request you to introduce Champion Women. What are the ways for Indian women to join uh, the initiative? So Champion Women is, a, is run by a non-profit Global Adjustments Foundation and it's a movement to help women be emotionally, physically strong as well as develop leadership skills. So it becomes your daily guide for personal well-being and professional success. Okay. And the way that people can join our uh, movement, our group, our community, we have two or three different ways. I'd love to invite you all to warmly come and be part of us in the Android app that you can download for free in Google Play Store. It's called Champion Woman. We have a YouTube uh, channel that we every week we upload some really nice interesting nuggets, stories, wisdom, reminders and uh, there you can join us as well of course there's an instagram and a social media all the pages but more importantly there's a big group of women a slightly larger group of women say 30 or 35 upwards cohort of women then we actually run these free curriculum sessions to teach the whole curriculum which is called she glows so reach out to us uh, on our website championwoman.org and we run programs for you which will help you maximize your own potential where did the idea for champion woman come to you how did you reach the right people in the early days to help you grow this initiative so kushi for first 25 years i was an entrepreneur that helped foreign business families move to india right fdi to invest in india i found that all those companies wanted women in their workforce but they were not getting enough women resumes or if the women came and they left the jobs very early so as you get married a woman will leave she has a child she can't really balance home and work she leave every little family and personal milestone the first thing the woman would quit seems to be the career so i realized there was a gap there that there is a need to narrow that workforce gender gap so it's for all women 
right after college, you can start becoming part of the workforce of India, right? I'm not saying you have to be only in corporate world. You can be an entrepreneur. You can be working in an NGO. You can decide to teach just a few others, whatever you decide to do. But women have to contribute to the GDP of this nation, to the growth of our country. We need that 50% of our voices and our heads and hands and heart. So my uh, whole inspiration came from the idea that a lot of things are being done in India to help women do better. Education is better. I mean, almost equal number of men and women are going to colleges, but only half of those women are coming to the workplace. The other half, where are we losing them? So that was the gap that I was trying to fill. And it encouraged me to say, all right, let's give back to say, hey, we've all done what you're doing. Right now, you're a youngster deciding to get married. You can manage both work and home. You are now had a child. You want to do good parenting. Sure, there are good parenting skills that you can still keep while you contribute and so on, you know. So right from the age of 20, I would say to no end limit, our uh, curriculum helps everybody. That's incredible. I read your post where you told the story how your um, mother-in-law helped you to create a career. So I see even that vision depicting in this initiative. Yeah, because when I first got married, my mother-in-law said, in our house, women don't work. And I'm like, oh no, I have to get over this. But I'm not going to make a fault and a scene. You know the secret? How to make your mother-in-law your best friend. That is the secret to advancing your career. Today, she's so proud of what I do and she's always supported me. So that first hurdle, many women will face it. But we can easily overcome it if we learn together in a little group setting. Uh, would you like to tell us about the different programs of Champion Women? Well, we run um, eight subjects, right? The first one is on self-esteem building. Every single one of uh, our programs are right now in the pandemic, a one-hour webinar. And then followed up with YouTube nudges and this app learning, micro learnings and so on. So a woman can continue to help herself. But the beauty is that every program is self-paced learning. So one hour we can interact with you. But after that, you have to apply it in your life and take it forward and stay in touch again to continue to learn. So the eight programs we have, one is on self-esteem building. You know, so important to feel confident and know that you're worth a lot. The second one is on health and branding. So women put their health last. We're so guilty about taking time for ourselves. It's about not to do that. We have a lot of doctors and health professionals helping us in this area, yoga professionals, so many people who help us in that area. And branding, right? You should be an authentic brand so people trust you. And then uh, the third program is on, I mean, the third topic is on uh, expressive communication, which means what are those five things I have to do so that when I say something, people take me seriously. How do I say no without offending somebody and still have my own time to do everything I need? These kinds of classes we do. And then we have one on gender, gender smart relationships. Understanding how the man's brain and woman's brain works so that you can work on that. Then we do a lot of stuff on networking, uh, leadership skills. And the most important program is on emotional strengthening. We call it mindful to mindful. Going with your mind is so full of so much. Can you learn how to become mindful in the moment? So these are some of our flagship programs that do very well. And even if people can only give us four hours of their time, it's good. We still do these programs and then give nudge learnings through the app and the YouTube. 
Great. I love when you said mindful to mindful. I mean, that's so deep. So you have all ladies on your team. This is commendable. Uh, I see very less business who like that are run by an all women team. So most of the women have joined your organization after seven to eight years of experience. What do you feel in common uh, within all these highly experienced women? Yeah, well, I think the, the women that joined my core team actually had 20 years experience. I, you know, one is a huge banker. Lakshmi is our executive uh, director now. And after being a banker, she's decided to just come into the nonprofit world to help many more women realize their potential. Many people have that kind of deep experience. Yes, it's an all-women team. And the reason is, I think women inspiring women is the way forward. We don't need to do much more for women. We need to tell them the right stories. Say, hey, I've been there, done that. Don't worry, this sorts itself out this way. And then that triggers the right progress in every woman, right? So I love working with an all-women team because I think that's the core of what we are trying to teach. And their experience truly adds value because they've all walked the talk. So it's not just textbook knowledge. It's an education for living that we do in our programs because of our life coaches for women. You have spent a major part of your life in different countries studying different languages. How did you mold your multicultural experience uh, to give cultural direction to MNCs like EMW and Ford in India? Sorry to interrupt you in between, but it will be very kind of you if you could take just a second to subscribe or follow the women's stories from whichever platform you are listening to the episode now. Well, I had the privilege of being a student in France first uh, at a time when they didn't understand what was vegetarianism. And I was quite lost over there with things like that. And uh, so I realized that living in France, understanding their culture, then French companies coming in here, like Peugeot and Renault and uh, all these companies coming to make cars or BNP Paribas coming to set up a bank, all of them must also be f- facing the reverse cultural shock of living with India because in India, it's very different from how they are raised, right? Um, so it was an interesting way for me after having lived in Japan and studied Japanese, living in France, studying French, Spanish, and so on, other languages, that it helped me to understand that actually we are all 99% the same. The 1% difference is only in our habits. And if I could un- make, explain the habits in a meaningful way, then the foreign direct investors will absolutely come in with respect and stay on in India so that our economy grows and their pockets also get filled with profit. So we've enjoyed that journey. Now my daughter runs that business called Global Adjustments. So when you're an entrepreneur mom and you're running a business, you're thinking, oh my God, I'm not giving time to my daughter. Don't even worry because you will be leaving them a legacy of an example that you've lived in. They will outstrip you when they come and take over. You have made your career at a time when women education was not given much attention in many Indian families. So uh, what are your learnings from uh, that time and how women can uh, be in leadership position in 2020 and so forth? Point, Kushi. I think the times that we grew up in are the past. You can never do anything with feedback. What can you do with feedback? You can't rub it out, right? I always love to use Marshall Goldsmith's word, this business coach of America, the top coach, who also gave me a lot of his time. What the word that he uses is feed forward. 
use the experience to give a forward direction to something. I would say giving women education going forward is a very good thing, but helping them become independent financially is the crucial thing. So we women just have to be given the support to succeed and we will succeed. So whether it's men allies, whether it's the father, the brother and the son, those three male influences who control our lives when they're growing up, right? They have to be taught that you need to support her to be able to be financially independent. Because once she's financially independent, she will teach not just her family, but she'll teach four other women. And women support other women easily because you know, we use a lot of words. Women are, actually they say, you know, men's brains have words coming only out of the left side of the brain. Whereas a woman's brain has words on both sides of the hemispheres of the brain. So we use a lot of words. So you tell a woman, she'll tell four others. So you tell the woman the positive things. You can do it. Come on, I'll support you. So other men have to just give her the platform and the support. And I think then women will have careers as well. Also, there are some stereotypes, right? Oh, but if a woman has a job or if a woman works outside the house, then she won't do a good job of looking after the family. Then it's up to us women to say aloud, hey, I will not compromise on family. Give me a chance, see how well I do on both. And if I slip up, please help me get better again. We women have to have that ego-free methodology of communication as well. Why do we use the word or? Work or marriage. Anyone asks a boy, hey, you're getting married. Now, how will you work? But they ask a girl, right? Now you're getting married. How will you work? Why? Because this or has been our guiding force. This or that. This or that. No, it's this and that. Because actually we women have great shakti and energy within us. We can multitask. We can do it all. But the most important thing, Kushi, is to have emotional strength. To have the power of your mind and to train it every day in silence with me time to be able to take on whatever the day brings for us. Yeah. Uh, so uh, what are the core values on which you did raise your daughter? Raising my daughter was uh, actually raising myself because every time you look into her eyes, you see a reflection of yourself. I think there's only one value that we've ever talked about at home and that is do to others what you want to do to yourself, what you want them to do to you. That one value composes everything else, isn't it? So if you don't want to be kept waiting, then you be on time. If you don't want others to speak rudely to you, then you learn to speak kindly. If you want, don't want others around you to be lazy, then you be active. So the, it was not an option at all about, shall I work or shall I not? The example at home was everybody was an entrepreneur. So my daughter automatically became an entrepreneur, but without giving up the core family values. Every time there's a function, there's a ritual, or there's a tradition, she'll as much participate in it. So I think the value to give our girls is deepen your Indian roots and fly on global wings. Would you like to give us a sneak peek into your three books, Make in India, Doing Business in India, and Unworldly Movie? So... Make it in India, Upworldly Mobile, and uh, Doing Business in India for Dummies are all books about business in India. And those books by Penguin and Wiley and um, uh, Westland Amazon 
did very well because India as a business destination was a very big topic and is going to continue to be a very big topic. These books are available as Kindle books today and, and they're very easy because I didn't write everything as though I knew it all. I interviewed a dozen CEOs in Make It in India and took their energy of how did they make it in India. Say the CEO of Microsoft, Facebook, and so on. Uh, in Apolli Mobile, I tried to show the importance of business behavior being as important as business knowledge. How do you behave in business? That was in the book. And I think that is um, kind of a good B-school book. So instead of even trying to attend a lot of business schools, we can apply some of those learnings. And all those learnings came, I won those by um, my experience of working with these 400 plus multinational corporations. But the next book that I'm doing is going to be the most, I think, exciting one, which will be out soon next month. And nowadays, self-publishing is the way to go. So I've self-published the, the book called Champion Woman Truths, which is a story collection of 52 stories. And the whole week, you read one story and you journal about that story on the other half of the page. So it's like a daily journal that you try to keep. And it helps you because it becomes your guide for that personal well-being and professional success that I was talking to you about, Kushi. And so I hope Champion Moment Truths will be helpful. And if any of your readers would like to receive it, we'll be happy to mail them to you and you can distribute them. Sure, we do look forward to that a book. What qualities do you envision in future Indian women leaders? I think Indian women leaders, past, present and future already have amazing qualities. Um, I think the idea of being tethered on the one hand to family, looking, that, looking after them, while on the other hand, contributing truly with our intuition, you know, our natural intuition that we have built into our brain for the world. I think that balance is going to be the most important aspect of uh, women leaders in the future. And coming out of the pandemic world, Kushi, I think we're going to have great importance for empathy, the ability to feel the pain of others. In any work, if, if a leader can think about the other person and speak from a place of empathy, that team will grow and will actually absolutely go into IPO and become famous and rich as well. And I think women come with a lot of empathy. We have to not forget that part of our life and continue to keep that in our leadership style. That was an empowering wrap-up to this podcast episode. And of course, together we will make more women leaders in the country. I mean, you are working, I am working in my little way. So surely we'll have a greater impact, impact on the future. So thanks a lot again for coming on to the podcast. I enjoyed it. And it's very important the work you are doing about women's stories. Good luck. And let's together help a lot of women get successful in our country. If you like this episode, don't forget to share it with your friends and family. Do tag me on your social media handles. Up till then, take care of yourselves and keep spreading love. I'll talk to you soon.